What's up, everyone, and welcome into episode number 79, where I will be solely focusing on the Super Bowl, everything about the Super Bowl. That means the national anthem. That means the game itself. That means the halftime performances. That means the commercials. That means literally anything. So let's get started. And it all starts with the national anthem. And I honestly think it was absolutely amazing. I thought the performance is probably the best one I've seen in my lifetime. Now, with that being said, I did not see the Whitney Houston performance. But from everything I've heard, Whitney Houston's performance is the best ever. Some people said that this is the best performance since Whitney Houston's. And I can definitely agree with that. It was a great performance. I thought the artist knocked it out of the park. What a way to start out the Super Bowl and, and goes into the game. And we see an amazing game with a bad ending, in my opinion. But let's start out with the first half. This was a half that I thought the Philadelphia Eagles absolutely dominated for the most part. I thought the Eagles' defense was very good. I thought Jalen Hurts was spectacular. Everything and anything was going right offensively for the Eagles. That's where kind of the good ends with the Eagles for the most part. Now, the second half offensively, they were all right. Jalen Hurts could still use his legs a little bit. Had some big plays towards the end of the game. But overall, I thought Jalen Hurts was so fun to watch. He had three rushing touchdowns, 70 yards total for rushing, 304 yards, one touchdown pass. Honestly, and this might be not popular, and I know they would never do this, I thought Jalen Hurts was the MVP of the Super Bowl. Now, I know Patrick Mahomes end up throwing for three touchdowns, 182 yards, end up leading the comeback as well. But Jalen Hurts was just spectacular in this game. Jalen Hurts, this game alone, I know the Eagles lost, but Jalen Hurts, if you didn't believe he was a star, I believe this game in itself proves of how good of a quarterback Jalen Hurts is. I think will continue to grow because we're really seeing what type of passing quarterback. And we're really starting to see him grow in that aspect of the game. We always knew Jalen Hurts was very good at getting out of the pocket, running. But this Jalen Hurts with wide receivers like A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, the Eagles have a very, very good offense with one of the best offensive lines in the NFL and was probably the best offensive line in the NFL this season. I thought the Eagles did not lose this game because of the offense. I thought the Eagles lost this game solely because of their defense. Their defense did not show up in that second half. And is that one of the reasons why the Chiefs won this game? No, I don't think that is the main reasons why the Chiefs won this game. I thought Patrick Mahomes in the second half was brilliant. 
I thought Travis Kelsey was very good as well. Pacheco did pretty good. He hit some pretty decent runs as well. But overall, the Chiefs won this game because of Patrick Mahomes and its defense. The Chiefs' defense in this game was great. They took advantage of opportunities that were given to them. I believe some of that was forced by Jalen Hurts. The one touchdown that the Chiefs got, the fumble recovery for a touchdown, that was solely on Jalen Hurts. And I think he'll always look back at that and regret it. I think that will stick with him for a really long time until he wins a Super Bowl. But with a quarterback like Jalen Hurts, with wide receivers that they have, with running backs that they have, I think this Eagles team is not going to go away anytime soon, especially because you have a great young coach in Nick Sirianni. Now, there was a little bit of controversy that I don't think a lot of people really looked at or noticed, but now that the game is over, they did seem like Sirianni was like kind of like waving him, waving the Chiefs back after he thought it was a catch. Jalen Hurts kind of swatted his hand down and gave him a serious look. Not the best look by a head coach, but he just had emotions in this game. I don't really deem it that bad. This was a huge game for him. We saw his emotion during the national anthem, which was posted all over everything. I don't see it as an issue. I thought Nick Sirianni overall in this game was very, very good for the most part. Now on the Chiefs sides of things, you got one of the best coaches in the NFL. Maybe you can argue one of the best coaches ever at this point. Andy Reid is just a really, really great offensive mind. He has two Super Bowl now. He has this team clicking. And while a lot of it probably has to do with having a guy like Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid's just a winner. He just knows how to end games, and that's exactly what he did. He gave Kansas City a chance when the, when the Eagles scored with 5.15 left to go in the second. In the fourth quarter, you kind of knew that it was going to be a drive that they were going to at least get some points on. And this is where it kind of gets into the controversy, in my opinion. This becomes one of the biggest topics of this game. And I don't think it should be because I think this is one of the best Super Bowls we've seen in a really long time. I think this is a Super Bowl that a lot of people expected it to be. I think a lot of people expected it to be a high-scoring, extremely competitive, extremely close game. Even Vegas had that with the Eagles being 1.5 point favorites. But there's kind of two main things that this game has been talked about recently. I hope it doesn't hold forever because I think we have to recognize of how good this game was. But there's two kind of main things that will be talked about in the actual game that is currently being brought up. And it's taken away 
from the game. But we'll get to that in a short little moment. Because the other thing that people were talking about, the halftime show with Rihanna, I thought it was good. I thought Rihanna was really good. I enjoyed it. I think it depends on who you are. If you like Rihanna, I think you really like this performance. And I think this is kind of where the halftime performance is kind of going, to be completely honest, because you either really like the performance or you think that the performance is absolutely horrible. There's kind of no in-between anymore, especially as of recent. It's just kind of all what your opinion is. Now, did I think there's some weird and interesting stuff in it? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely do. But overall, I thought Rihanna was good. I thought her voice sounded good. Now there was some controversy being brought up that she was lip-singing. Was she? Wasn't she? I don't know. That's not my biggest focus in this game, to be completely honest. Also, another huge thing is the commercials. I didn't think the commercials were very good. The Breaking Bad commercial was pretty good. I really enjoyed that. I thought that Doritos commercials were pretty good. I didn't see any Clydales, which I was kind of disappointed by. Overall, that aspect was all right. There was actually 118.7 million people watched the halftime show. 113 million watched the Super Bowl, making it a third biggest of all time, which is really cool. Everyone saw a great game. But this is where we're going to get into kind of like the two biggest talking points of this Super Bowl that's outside of the game. Number one is the field. The NFL ended up paying $800,000 to get this field that was built and studied for two years. This field did not look very good, and I honestly feel very bad for the people that put in so much effort into it. The field was being completely ripped up during the game. It was causing players to slip, it forced players to change cleats. The field itself will be a topic going forward. And do I believe it played an ultimate factor in the Chiefs winning this game? No, but it's at least going to be a conversational point of the Super Bowl, especially because we saw all these players slipping. We saw all these people at halftime trying to fix the field. There was just big issues going on with this game. During the field, and I think it would have been a much bigger issue if the field goal kicker Harrison Butker ended up slipping and actually missing that field goal at the end. I think that would have been a huge talking point going forward. It didn't happen. Ended up making with about eight seconds left, meaning that the Chiefs won by three thirty-eight thirty-five. But this is where I'm going to get into the biggest talking point and probably the biggest controversy of this whole game. And that is the holding call that gave the Chiefs the automatic first down that allowed the Chiefs to run off basically the majority of the clack and basically won the Chiefs the game. I have a few different kind of thoughts on it. Did I love the call? No, I did not. Was there probably holding? Yes. Now you might be asking, if there was probably holding, then why didn't you love the call? 
and there's a few reasons why. One of the first reasons why is I think there's um, holding on almost every play. And the number two is kind of the timing of the penalty. I think in a game like the Super Bowl, I think the call should be pretty blatantly obvious to call it because in a game like this, I don't love the idea, and I don't think a lot of people love the idea that the game is kind of decided by the refs. And we've seen playoff games decided by the refs before, and we've seen the uproar about it. Now, overall, was it probably the correct call? Was it holding? Was he tugging the jersey a little bit? Yeah, he even admitted to it. He, he just basically said, hoped that the refs wouldn't call it. Now, was it extremely bad? Was he, like, pulling so hard that he almost fell? No, was he impeding the route a little bit? Yeah. Now then, there goes that conversation of, was it catchable? We can have basically a billion different conversations, a billion different opinions on this in itself. But overall, I think this is going to be the biggest talking point. And this is coming after a couple of days ago where Roger Goodell said there's no refing issue. That's a whole nother point. I do think there's issues with refing. I don't think they're very consistent. And the whole idea of what is a catch in the NFL, it's extremely interesting. Now, do I think they got the majority of those calls right? I actually do. But it just doesn't seem like refing's consistent. I don't love that this game ended because of that call. But overall, was it probably the correct call? Yes, but I think you kind of need to understand the situation of the game. And also, at the same time, I think the players need to understand the situation of the game as well. Because if you give up that touchdown, you still have a minute 50 left to go to tie it with Jalen Hurts. You have two timeouts. You have an offense that overall for the majority of the game have been driving down the field. You have enough time to score to tie it and maybe depending on what Kansas City does to maybe even win it. That was just a mistake by the defender. Now, if you didn't get the call, yeah, you, you're extremely smart because you hold Kansas City to a field goal and you have a chance to tie or win it with a touchdown or a field goal if you need to. But overall, I think there's just certain situations that players need to be smarter in. I think there's certain situations where it could go back and forth if you should call it. Overall, though, I thought this was a very, very good Super Bowl. I think it's a Super Bowl that 99% of fans really want. I know Eagles fans are really devastated. I know Chiefs fans are super excited that Patrick Mahomes' second Super Bowl in five seasons. He's sorry to really bring that up. I think there's definitely going to be conversations really soon about Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. Now Tom Brady has won seven Super Bowls, but is Tom Brady the most athletic or is he the most talented QB ever? No, is Patrick Mahomes that? You could have that argument. So yeah, overall, I thought the Super Bowl was really fun. I thought the National Anthem performance was 
really fun. I thought the halftime performance was okay, was pretty good. Commercials were decent, but to be completely honest with you, I'm watching the Super Bowl for the game itself, not the commercials. And you're probably listening to this podcast because you want to hear my opinion and my thoughts on the games instead of my thoughts on the actual commercials themselves. But it's kind of sad because now we are going to have a time where the NFL and football in general isn't going to be really going on. Now you have the USFL, you have those leagues, you have the Michigan Panthers, which I could eventually start covering on this. But it's kind of sad because you got a little while before free agency, you got a little while before the draft starts in the NFL. You got some of the combine. When we get closer to the draft, I'll probably talk about the draft a little bit, some players that I really like, some things I hope the Lions do. But we have a quite a bit of break between when football starts up, especially college football. So there probably won't be a whole lot of football talk. Every once in a while, there will definitely be some. But we have baseball starting this week. You're seeing catchers and pitchers show up. So, yeah, there'll probably be a little bit more about baseball going forward. But if there's any big news with the Lions, I will, of course, talk about them. I'll talk about the Michigan Panthers for a little bit. The Lions are actually, I believe, number 10 overall next year of odds of winning the Super Bowl, which is crazy in its own sort because when's the Lions ever been anywhere close in odds to winning the Super Bowl? They do have Ben Johnson coming back. It does look like Aaron Glenn's coming back as well. There's a lot of good things. So, yeah, thank you for tuning into episode 79. Thank you for supporting this podcast, especially over the NFL season. Definitely expect to continue to cover the NFL, especially the Lions going forward. Just might not be as much as it has been because there's not a whole ton of news. But I'm excited for college football to come in the next couple of months. I'll talk about the draft. I'll talk about the combine. I'll also talk about some of the signings, but those will be coming at a later date because we have a little break going forward. So, yeah, thank you again for tuning in to episode 79. Let me know your thoughts. Do you agree with me on the Super Bowl? Do you disagree? I think it's one of the best we've seen in recent history. So, yeah, thank you again for tuning in to episode 79 and tune in to episode 80 that's releasing in the next day or two because it's going to be an extremely interesting and fun interview.